Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. still don't hear anything what do you mean you don't hear anything hello i don't, I don't hear, hear myself anything. either uh, you don't I hear, hear yourself a little bit yeah you know, i don't hear anything yeah we're we're, we're we're live we're live yes are you sure wow. yes okay <laughs> hello 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 guys hello. There, that's a bit, well that's a little bit better right you now. can hear me i yes that's all that matters okay all right <laughs> That is guys wrong. So <laughs> wrong. Well, you can hear so many if you can hear everybody else, then that means everything's fine. Yeah, but can you hear me? Yes, I because, can hear you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, but you're deaf. You're probably what? reading my lips anyway. I mean, I don't know if I'm hearing from you. All right, I'm just here. That's brotherly That's love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters here in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us where you're watching. If you're on Facebook or YouTube and you're streaming it live, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you're listening after the fact on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, wherever else you found this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button down there so that you don't ever miss an episode. I am Pastor Padrone. I'm here with my co-hosts, Pat and Dave. We've got a full set of couches today. We've got some major guests on the show. We've got Debris from the 724 Lounge. We have Stacy from Downstairs. <laughs> from Downstairs. <laughs> from everywhere. From parts and, unknown. And <laughs> we have Altidus Adam, Adam Nigerian, with us from Altidus. And Adam. As, and, and Adam. Adam. Yep. Yep. Adam. Yep. Adam. Altidus Adam. That's what we call him. That's fine that's by what me. He is. And uh, he, for those of you wondering, he's the one in the red shirt. Bad, <laughs> bad things can happen because he's wearing a red shirt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Oh. The aliens are coming, and zap, we know yeah. who's going. Yeah, I had a good run. 38's good. Yeah, that's good. all right. We got the cigars anyway. Oh, yeah, that's a fair point. Mm. Mm. All right. Pack and, a pipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all bullied Pat to buying a pipe because Patty he forgot his pipe. Pat didn't buy a pipe. <laughs> Pat was given a pipe. Pat was given a pipe? Oh. 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 I'm a helper. Did you say thank you, Pat? In a way. In a, In way. a way. Yeah. And I'm not in so many words. That doesn't sound like something we could talk about on the show. I would say no. No. I would say no. <laughs> I've only oh cursed my. on this podcast once, and it was totally by accident, so let's not start. Okay, let's not start there. Um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And we are starting off by smoking this petite little Robusto, which Adam says reminds him of himself. And short and this, round. Short and round, yep. I don't know. Uh, and this is the Mon- box press. The Monte <laughs> by Monte Cristo A.J. Fernandez Robusto. Yes. 
That is a mouthful. How about it? For such a said. small cigar. That's why it's got all That's that band said. on it, huh? That's what she said. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and what are we what are we pairing with this before we get into the cigar? Something wet. So, here at the 724 Lounge, we have um, decided to do a little Valentine's Day pairing. Um, and Aww. we have three different spirits that are infused with balloon chocolate. And um, one of them is a Florida Cania seven-year rum. So we are drinking pretty much a rum fashion, which is an old mm. fashion, but with chocolate-infused Florida Cania seven-year. So, yes, Delightful. that is our first drink of the evening. It's very refreshing. Which I have not sipped yet. Supped. Yeah. Mm. Try it. Mm. Why can I hear myself? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to pretend a... you don't. We have a, a delay been, on the speakers that are overhead. That's I've, why I've been drinking way too much. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get the the recipe just right on the drink, so it's. Been oh no, I don't like that. You're, look, I know, you're right? looking around like a bird that's very confused. I know, right? I don't like that. Little bree bird. Mm -hmm. I hate yeah. hearing myself talk. So we love hearing you talk, Bree. <laughs> I know I do. See, Aww. So we'll what do you get think? through it what together. Is it the first time you've had your uh, little concoction there? Yeah, I mean, the rum fashion, oh. funny enough, was on our menu a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, not with this particular rum and not with chocolate-infused rum. So this would technically be my first time having this rendition of it. Mm -hmm. And um, it is refreshing and enjoyable. I almost would have expected it to be like too sweet because mm -hmm. rum is sweet naturally. It's infused with chocolate, which is bittersweet, and then simple syrup is sweet. So, yeah, it's actually surprisingly Lots um, refreshing. Of Lots of sweet stuff. Lots of sweet stuff. Lots of sweet stuff. Mm. How do you think it goes with a cigar? I'm sorry. <laughs> She's listening to her He's captivated by herself. <laughs> oh, man. Just pretend you're watching an old, you know, martial arts movie from the 60s. What do you think of it? <laughs> Drinking the cigar. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't gotten far enough into the cigar, but I think it's going to go well together. <laughs> I'm not really getting much spice off of it, so I, I'm kind of curious to see if it's going to be like a sweet pairing and round off like that, or if it's going to get spicier as it goes along. But I'm enjoying the cigar alone a lot. I think I can buy you a few minutes to smoke a thing by because there's some stuff I want to ask Adam about the cigar itself. We picked this, you know, for tonight. Basically, it's Valentine's Day. We wanted to do some kind How do you come up with a cigar for Valentine's Day? Well, Adam said, why don't we do a cigar with a collaboration? Yeah, a nice little pair, a you know, pairing of companies. Pairing of companies. The Romeo and Juliet felt like too low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. And the last time I was here, we did Romeo and Juliet, so... Yep. I'm going to pivot a little bit. So talk about the uh, collaboration here. How did that? Sure. You know, what, 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 do you know the details for the cigar? I do. Like, what's... I, I do. Well, my phone does. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it is uh, Ecuadorian Habano yes. uh, wrapper. Correct. With Nicaraguan Criollo 98 binder. Very true. Um, or excuse me. Yeah. Criollo yes, 98 binder. Correct. And Criollo 98 filler from Nicaragua and Dominican Piloto Cubano. Very so good. it's a nice, uh, you know, hybrid blend. Like if, this is from our first uh, generation of collaborations with mm -hmm. AJ Fernandez. 
and uh first generation of well, collaboration absolutely listen we've we've gone on to actually last time i was here we did the h upman the new h upman yep. and the new romeo that he does with us so this was uh his uh on his first three that he did with us i believe it was 2017 yep. uh that he did these with us and uh they debuted at the trade show that year and he had come to our sales meeting we had in vegas before the show and it was really something watching a person who you consider, you know, one of the masters in the industry who is successful all in his own rights. And, right. you know, it doesn't need us to help him and, you know, kind of thing. Talk so reverently about working with the brands that he was working with. Mm -hmm. um, so this was the same year we released the uh, Gaspar Intenso, the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez, the mm -hmm. light blue label, and, yep. and this, uh, Monte Cristo. And the way he talked about, uh, you know, these blends were the blends that, you know, his father and grandfather smoked and the heritage of them were important to him. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to make, you know, a Monte Cristo, not an AJ Fernandez with a Monte Cristo label on it. Right. Uh, so it was it was a, a neat thing to watch him talk about it as not just a job. And this was a more full bodied interpretation it is of that. Absolutely. Time, right? I, I mean, for sure. I still think it's right up there with maybe the strongest Monte Cristo that at least I've ever mm -hmm. experienced. Um, I think it does get to a pretty full body. Mm. Uh, and I, and I think the blend itself would tell you that ahead of time, yeah. you know, um, it's not as spicy as I thought, like just in general that it would be mm -hmm. with the tobaccos it has in it. Um, but it's definitely, especially for Monte Cristo high up. There. Well, these particular cigars too, I should say, um, are from box is from a box from 2018. Mm -hmm. So there's some significant aging. Mm. Yeah, those cellos are pretty dark. Yeah. yeah, if you look at the cellos, that's got some dank on them. Pretty, <laughs> pretty stinking amazing. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, and they're yellow. And they're I, I think that the um, the blend yeller. of the cigar will end up actually pairing pretty well with the drink. I think so. Uh, as described, but you know, <laughs> by Brie, in, in this was one of my favorite Monte Cristos. Mm -hmm. Um, and this size in particular is nice because yeah, it's, it, nice. It, it's it a really well-balanced size. Too. Yeah, and the ring gauge isn't too big and the soft press on it, mm -hmm. you know, kind of brings it down even more, mm -hmm. um, which I appreciate, you know, because I think it's a, um, a 52, I believe, four and a half, by 54. 54. Yeah, 54, but it 54. smokes on the smaller end mm -hmm. of it um, because of that press. Right. So it, I think it's definitely a well-balanced cigar. It, the strength will build through it, but it doesn't pop you up front you know like mm. when free when you mentioned you weren't like that spiciness wasn't really forward in the at the light it builds up as you go you know it so sense, it's yeah. it's a definitely a well-balanced cigar and again it's that's pretty indicative of like stuff that aj does do it's very um, smooth it's very creamy like you expect from a monte cristo i think yeah um lots of wood notes to me some creaminess to it I a little bit a of spice on the room note yeah it's yeah. it's got a very very nice uh, uh flavor profile to it pat you're you've been scowling at it since you it. <laughs> <laughs> have you unraveled the secrets of the monte cristo monte by monte cristo aj fernandez Robusto <laughs> yet <sighs> i'll go last you'll go last all right, Dave, that gives you a chance to say something original. Get in there, bud. <laughs> I get a lot of tobacco notes. Um, original, Dave. <laughs> original. No, to me, I get, it's definitely very creamy. Um, you get a lot of uh, 
to me it's like a, a mix between like a woody and leathery notes mm-hmm. um goes back and forth between them it's got a nice kind of like a a sweetness to it and there is a little bit of a spice in the retro hail yeah me. um and uh the uh but the to me the, like the the wood notes of the cedar linger on the mouthfeel it's got good mouth we can get away from saying that right just as a group yeah we can mouth stop. feel we can i hate that yeah i i know it's an actual term yeah. I, you know but it's like it just sounds great mouth moderately cringy moderately cringy Stacy, well, what are, what are you getting off the cigar? Are you and I, uh, I know you're new to the whole thing. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's people out there who are new and trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know um, what do you, what do you do? You agree? Disagree? Do you... I agree that it is a full flavor cigar, absolutely, mm-hmm. and um, definitely taste the notes of um, the wood, as you were saying. Definitely mm-hmm. can taste that in there. Um, but it also does have a creaminess that does stay, so mm-hmm. that makes it enjoyable for me and my palate personally. Okay. Pat, you're now last. You're last, bud. But not least. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it's one of those, like, to me, it's one of those, like, bitter cigars, which isn't a bad thing. It's, um, it has, like, a that dark oak wood cream on the palate, and then a, um, like, a bitter kind of dark earth. And then the retro, to me, has a lot of spice to it. And I don't know if anyone else is getting that. but And then, like, the room note from the smoke is also very spicy, like black pepper. But then on the retro, you get black pepper. Um, I'm trying to... It, there's, like, a sa- savoriness to it. But the best way I can explain it is, like, kind of a vegetal um, savoriness to it. Uh, I don't know if... <laughs> well, well, one of the things that I have always loved about this cigar is that as I get into it, I find it to be more herbal, almost mm. like a like a yeah, like so a black what, tea, yeah, like mm. kind of lingering flavor and aroma. It's like that same kind of stuff you get from an Oriental pipe tobacco, I think. Like so I can I can appreciate you know that. the the years of age on it may have tamped that down some. Like it, mm. other flavors could be more forward, but certainly when I you know one of my recollections of having this you know through the years it has a more herbal note to it. So that's right in line with what. I think was intended. Yeah, and then it has like this sweetness to it. Okay. And this is the weird. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get off track a little bit with what I usually say, but it has like kind of a coconut to it. Coconut. Yeah. Not cocoa and nuts. I get that coconut. when I have the drink, but not by itself. Yeah, I was just when when you said coconut, I had just taken a sip and that kind of that flavor kind of. It's not in there, but it like it's like oh that might. Be I haven't had is. the drink yet, so that's just so right, cigar. Well, be wrong for me. No, no, I know it's okay. okay. Everybody, everybody think, yeah, everybody's palate's different. You're just smelling the drink. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> now the drink by itself, you know, has a kind of a coconut kind of a flavor to it. I feel like rum does that sometimes in a yeah. way. Yeah. That's why it's so popular in tropical beverages. Very cool. Mm. So, you know. <laughs> we're all like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. audio media. We're all the, audio we're all media. the listeners. We're all bumping our heads. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had the uh, Super Bowl party here at Twins on Sunday night. Stacy, how did that go? I think you were the only one 
uh, on the panel here who was there. Yes, um, it was super successful. We were busy. Everybody had a great time. Um, the food was amazing. Mm. Uh, that cake was to die for. Yeah, mm. it was a rum cake with a Cool Whip frosting. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Awesome. It was delectable, mm. to say the least. Um, but just all around everybody enjoyed themselves and it was really just is what we wanted everybody did, did people pretty much stay for the whole game yes they did yes they yeah. definitely stayed for yeah. the whole game i would you know. must have been pretty noisy uh to say the least yep i got scared a few times <laughs> when there, i wasn't paying attention were and people, people were yelling were, and <laughs> were there people who were rooting for either the eagles or the chiefs i mean was it you know where had people pick sides or it was more just like when somebody did like a like a like any sort of touchdown or something the mm -hmm. the whole room went crazy and the atmosphere was just wild and it was definitely a fun time definitely memorable yeah my first super bowl here at twins yeah and i loved it i'll be back for more i'll be back to work for more um but i i overall had a great experience and i think everybody else did too so yeah we were sold out here we were yeah, yep we were sold out. out that's awesome too mm. now the re uh, so obviously, you know, Stacy watched the Super Bowl because she kind of had to. She was here. <laughs> did the rest of you watch the Super Bowl at all, or did you do something else? What? what how was how was uh, that Sunday to you? Mm, yep, me and the yep, lady yep, watched yep, it. Um, <laughs> we had a nice assortment of chips and dips and salsa and nachos. And, mm -hmm. Yep, I just watched it from the couch. It was yeah. great. Did you go watch it with Grandma, with Mom? No. No. Just by ourselves. Just by yourself. Yep. Left mom by herself. Mm -hmm. You left mom too by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay, boy. laughs> I think you guys should sit next to each other. Next to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's great. We've tried that. Just like yeah, it can get dangerous. We both have the desire to beat on each other. <laughs> yeah. Out of love, of course. Of course. Out of, of course. Out of the only way. Of course. It's the only way. Um, so, did you enjoy the Super Bowl day? Uh, until it ended, yes. <laughs> I was rooting for the Eagles, you know. Uh, oh. yeah. well, so, you were happy for most of the game. And I was happy for most of the games, especially when Mahomes got hurt. Yeah, that but, fourth quarter jumped but, up uh, and you know, him, huh? I think he was faking it just to, like, make people false hope or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, personally, I can't stand him, but he's a superb athlete, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, he makes everything look easy, which is probably why I hate him even Which more. is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adam, what about you? Did you yeah, watch the Super Bowl? Watch or it is it it's not baseball, so no. Listen, you have to understand, when yes. the Super Bowl is over, yes. that means Baseball's coming, yes. right? Yes. So, so you're I'm excited for the XFL. You're excited for the su <laughs> Super Bowl because football. it means football is over. Mm, ish, yeah, sure. Ish, oh, that, it was a fun game. It was a fun game. Did you watch it at it? home with a lot of Chinese food and just had a good oh, time? Oh, Chinese food. And, you know, That's nice, yeah. It was, uh, you know, I lived in Philly for a decade or so. so Were I you was, rooting for the Eagles as well? My heart was, but my head knew better. Okay. Yes. So, so the, you put money on The money went to the Chiefs, yeah, but I wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, this is what it is. It's, uh, you know, but it was, I mean, at least it was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. It was, it could have been worse. That's for sure. It could have been worse. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. I can't be upset. <clears throat> Pat, you used to play football. So mm -hmm. Is that something you're still interested in? Or did you watch the game at all? Or? Yeah, I, I was here and I watched it. 
Oh, you were here on Sunday. Likewise. Yeah, Bruno. Oh, you were here too? We were no. at the same table. I didn't know that yeah. you guys were here. I just said that you were the only one here. And they were saying you're in well, she I was thought you meant working. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like working <laughs> yeah. the event, which yeah, I yes. was working. So. I was doing homework and watching commercials. Pat was there. We were in and indulging he was watching in games food and, and drinks. Then, and... You know, during the commercials, doing something else. Yeah, I, I was here. <laughs> what'd you think? What'd you think of the game? Yeah, it was a Did good you... game. I'm happy. It was. I, I thought it was going to be a blowout, but I mean. I hate that. I hate it, you know, in a Super Bowl or any real big game. You, you're excited about these two big teams getting together, and one just blows out. So it's not even – it's like, what's the point of watching it? You know? Yeah. yeah so Unless you're a Pats fan and you watch Brady come back with 30 points. You know, that's... Well, yeah. I mean, that, that whole uh... – that, that, that Super Bowl with them and the Falcons was freaking amazing. Yep. I was I was ready to – I was starting to cry and everything, and then uh, – um our <laughs> we lost our cable or whatever and we were able to stream it but only in spanish <laughs> but once we started streaming it in spanish they started to come back and we we're like oh, keep it on yeah, just keep it right there just keep it on right there yeah, that was that was amazing that was uh, i i can't believe how great that game was that that comeback was out of this world yeah so it was something also special about that Super Bowl that had nothing to do with football. It was the first time with the the flyover that uh, the planes were all all piloted by females. You know, all woman crew. First time ever. That's awesome. That's that is awesome. That is very awesome and a piece of trivia that I where did you even find out about that? I mean I mean, <laughs> However, they also captured it on the Super Bowl. They also that captured. all female flyers. So, have they done it again since all female flyers? Well, that was the first time. The first but first have they done it Bowl. again? Well, there's only that was only was the first time. There was no meme about that, so oh. he doesn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not in a meme, I don't trust oh, it. Now I know yeah, how to right. reach Dave. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I don't know that. what you mean. Oh. <laughs> He speaks memeish. Yeah. Did you care about the Super Bowl, Bree? You know what? I cared about the ASPCA commercial comeback. Mm-hmm. I cared about the commercials. Um, I normally care about the halftime show. <laughs> I um, don't know. But that's I'll, about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I, I did not watch the Super Bowl. Um, I, I did not really care about either team. I'm a, My parents are from Pittsburgh, therefore... Philadelphia. You can't root for the Eagles. I can't root for the Eagles. And I have a kind of a rivalry with an old pastor friend of mine who was way into the Chiefs. And it got so bad that I just can't. So it was like, these are two teams that I could care less. They could both blow themselves up. and I'd be happier. You just wanted everybody to have fun. My girl. But, you know, in my house, you know, you know, growing up in this generation, you know, there's there's really no such thing as live TV, really. Everybody streams their stuff or saves it and watches it later or, you know, something like that. Downloads I mean, it as a podcast. How, how many how many people actually watch live TV? I don't I don't know. But it's Other not, than that, no. It's, it's not my house. You know, my girls don't know what commercials are. They don't know the angst of waiting for <laughs> nine months for your show to come back after this, yeah. this season's over to see what happens at the cliffhanger. They have no idea what that's like. and But so they were 
we were all watching a, a combination. Oh, the, the president comes on and your show gets canceled. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we now joined the scheduled program already in progress. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so we were watching uh, Chuck, reruns of Chuck, and then uh, on the total opposite ends of the spectrum, once there were uh, two episodes of The Last of Us. Mm. But while that was going on, I'm like looking at the score on my you know laptop and so i kind of i knew people were going to ask you can't not know nothing about what went on yeah but i just didn't want to i just didn't want but by the time the fourth quarter happened and that whole flip with the the eagle the eagles had basically been leading you know tie or in the lead the whole time and then to see the the chiefs come back i said oh this this looked like it probably would have been a really good game it would have been an entertaining game to watch. Yeah, it it really was, was. There was there was definitely a lot of athleticism in the game. That was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of amazing catches. Mm. Oh. Now, now, Bree, you said that you were interested in the commercials. Always. In in my house, when we watch the Super Bowl, the, the commercials are just as important as the game. Did oh you, yeah. Were there any that really stood out to you? Um, I did. Okay, so of course my number one was the uh, the ASPCA commercial. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bringing it back and she's in the tent with the wolf mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like you know that's a wolf right <laughs> that's number one for me number two i think was that blue moon commercial where the core is yeah. like, oh, that, like, that was priceless that was probably the, oh this is this commercial oh this is this commercial actually this is a blue moon commercial <laughs> i was like how did they get away with that yeah right i think they're owned by the same um, like parent company mm-hmm. or like blue moon's owned by i think blue moon is cores mm-hmm. yeah i don't know how the fits in that was but... really funny i was just watching and I was like, oh, ouch. Because <clears throat> Blue Moon's Another not that monopoly bad. tricking you into thinking you have options. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yep. I shouldn't <laughs> laugh at that, actually. Anyway. Yep. Um, so, you want to tell us? <laughs> we're good. Was there any other commercials that stood Indiana out? Jones. Yep, Indiana Jones 5. The, 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 what, how was the preview that they showed? No, I, I was really happy with it. Um, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see it. A couple new movies to yeah. see. I'm not going to lie. The Nike movie? <laughs> Yeah, I really yeah. want to see that movie. That now. really looked good. That, the Nike <laughs> I movie. Yeah, I don't know really anything good. about that. Tell me about the Nike movie. So that's got you know Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and of course it does. And uh, Jason Bateman's in it. And Jason Help me Bateman in. in it. And mm-hmm. they're basically, uh, it's a story about um, Nike. No, it's a story about <laughs> yes, uh, getting like getting Michael Jordan doing the air and like how that became a thing. Okay. You know, and it was actually a very um, diverse topic back then, you know. Mm. So it was just basically like, you know, a shot in the dark that ended up changing the world as far as what where it was concerned. Like House of Gucci, but Nike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nike. And then, the, of course, like, you can't forget about Cocaine Bear. Oh, Cocaine Bear. That movie just seems so... <laughs> Based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm finishing everybody's sentence. Does that? I don't. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Did you see that commercial? I did not. Unfortunately, I missed that one. Yeah, I, I think I missed that one too. So it looks like a, a dramatization because, like, the true story was not that um, vigorous. The true story was more or less, I believe. Um, there was like a bear carcass like that was found that like the bear had consumed a large amount of cocaine parcels from some drug dealers that mm-hmm. like I think had had to drop the load overhead 
and when the bear's body was found, they were trying to figure out what was, like, it was, I forget the whole story, but more or less they found a ton of cocaine in this bear. So it looks as if Hollywood has taken that um, historical find <laughs> and made it into something completely. Turned the bear into a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, sounds like Hollywood to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Smokey. Like, they better tie that in. Smokey. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can see the jokes coming. Oh, boy. And uh, Dave, I'm surprised you didn't mention the uh, Flash commercial. The Flash commercial, yeah, that was that was awesome, and especially seeing Michael Keaton saying "I'm Batman" was awesome and so nostalgic. So I missed the first like whatever ninety percent of that commercial, and then I came in for that part, and I mm -hmm. thought it. I was trying to figure out what product it was for, figuring it was some kind of <laughs> right? parody, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, wait, it's a movie." Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a movie. It's a movie. I, I was like, oh, all right, I could get behind it. Uh, um, Bree, going back to my last question for you, what do you think of the cigar? Maybe you had some time to smoke through it. Still, just very enjoyable. You, you like, liking the pairing yeah, and how it works it's, together? Yeah, it's another pairing that you don't really have to think about. Mm. Um, there's nothing difficult about it. The construction on the cigar is going really well. I haven't had to relight it once. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finally just getting to the point where I'm getting a little bit of that spice on the back of the palate, but mm -hmm. I feel like the drink is actually evening that out very nicely. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, the I think drink it makes it a really good pairing for, for this, the way it kind of contrasts. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like we've done stuff place. before that kind of worked together with the flavor mm -hmm. of tobacco. And I kind of like the contrast, you know, the sweetness with a little bit of the, that spice. Yeah. It's really I, nice. I knew the rum would go, and, yeah. you know, and, and even the, the chocolate infused. Mm -hmm. um, and be, how, how does that work? How did, how did they come up with that? So more or less, so Loon Chocolate, that's a vendor that we work very closely with here at Twins. And so they were releasing, or they released these little elixir kits, which you guys have probably seen in liquor stores. Um, you know, they have more or less like different ingredients, herbs, like flavors. So it's like um, an empty bottle with just like cacao and like a few cacao. other like um, <clears throat> spices and flavoring. So more or less, you're supposed to pour whichever spirit you would like into that let it sit for a couple of weeks and then enjoy it however you please. So we did that with vodka, rum, and bourbon. So it's supposed to be, you know, you take your favorite spirit and then you add that loon chocolate flavor mm -hmm. into the mix and you can experiment. It's kind of cool because it allows the consumer to take it whichever direct direction they would like. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's, mm. it's unique. Mm -hmm. A lot of bars um, do more like with infusions, I've seen places that do like their, their own jalapeno infused tequila, chocolate infused bourbon, the like. So, what do you think of the pairing there, Pat? I think it went well together. Kind of added more of a sweetness to the cigar, and um, had like a like a chocolate kind of citrus to it. There are orange bitters in it as well. Bitters. Yeah, you can definitely taste that. It's very good. It's a very refreshing drink. Mm. Yeah. So it's like you have the have the cigar and really kind of both cleanses your palate, but in a way that really complements the the flavors that you're getting with the cigar too. It's it's very nice. It's kind of interesting because obviously like the base of everything is spiced rum, 
which mm-hmm. typically, you know, you do a shot of spice rum on its own. It's a very pungent flavor. Um, and then when you're adding ingredients to a spiced rum, a lot of times you're adding ingredients that are either going to, like, complement that spice or sweeten it up or, like, dull it down. So I, I feel like um, between the simple syrup, the orange bitters, and um, the ice mixture, mm-hmm. it's, it's helping pair with the cigar. The spice from the cigar, the spice from the rum, as a whole. Now, Adam, um, we've got TPE coming up. Yes. You're going to be there? Uh, I won't be. You won't be. The the company will be. The company will be. But Do they ever send you to to those things? No, that's okay. I'm good. Are you sure? (laughs) Positive. (laughs) Why why don't you go? Don't you like to go? No TP for Adam. I'm a winter weather guy. I don't know if that isn't obvious. So, like, staying where it's cold is good. I, Las Vegas is this good This isn't a good time of year to be in Las not, Vegas? Not, not for me. Not for you? No. I like the cold. I don't want to miss it. You like the cold? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of outdoor things do you like? I mean, as a baseball person, I would think you would like spring and summer. Oh, sure. That, when it's time. When it's time. It's February. It's not time. It's not time to sweat. It's February. <laughs> I, could, I could have it be 80 degrees all year round, and I'd be very happy. Bye. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> There's places you can do that. Yeah. There are, sure. There are. You know, you know, uh, you know a couple of weeks ago down in Honduras, it was 75 to 85 any given day of the week. And man, listen, I was very happy there. Ooh. We talked, we talked about very happy. Look at those. We talked about balls. this earlier today when, uh, <laughs> thank you. She does have some nice balls. <laughs> oh, there it is. Those were, those were big. Balls. So cold. <laughs> Just the, the difference in temperature when we came back from our trip because when you were in honduras we were at our sales meeting in the dominican touring our new factory yep. and uh it was 100 degrees colder when i got home than it was when i left <laughs> in the same day I'm like i don't think that's supposed to happen like that's not a thing probably not good for you and it wasn't like it was like it was gorgeous in the dominican mm-hmm. but it was just that cold here like yeah. it was not you yeah know, it wasn't overly hot or anything but then it was no. just like oh okay yeah. cool 80 to minus 20. yeah, yeah like i got i got picked up wearing like i from the airport wearing shorts and a long sleeve t-shirt <laughs> you didn't like, you like didn't dress for where you were going yeah it's weird and uh didn't pack for that i guess you didn't pack for that but uh it was uh it was jarring let's just yeah. say it was jarring yeah to run to the car oh it was oh. no so I, I i called my ride when i got there i'm like you have that car right by the door every vent open the heat all the way up like i'm not going to be outside for more than 30 seconds here this is not going to work for me. like we're not stopping for traffic i'm just running across that street like forget it so do you go to any of the trade shows or do you just you kind of skip out so right now like the company um is I understand it won't be exhibiting at PCA. Right. Um, right. We support PCA and we're associate members. We just don't exhibit at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't go to that anymore. Um, I'm usually. Is that a big relief for you that, that um, there's a lot of work involved with that? There's a lot of work involved, but it also gives me the opportunity. Like I miss seeing friends that work in different areas of the mm-hmm. country, but you know, business decisions are business decisions. Right. So it's, you know, um, you know, I, I miss that the seeing people part, but right. it's you know. But other than that, it's usually three days I mean, inside look, one location. In La, like, Las you know, Vegas in the summer, it, I could leave that too. Sure, I, I mean, mean it's I an like affront. Heat. You know, it's an affront like to all things holy yeah. that there are people that live there. Yeah, like it's really bizarre to me that mm. people choose that. 
But um, no, it's usually three or four days inside one yeah. one place, and then leaving to get on the plane. It's like, what's that thing in the sky? Oh, it's the sun. Like it's, you know, like it's, haven't seen that for a few days. But um, you know, it's it's always fun to go. But you know, it's it is it's work. You know what I mean? Like so, it's you know, on the show floor at seven thirty, getting ready for you know eight eight thirty opening. It's you know, it's a lot, and and I'd rather you know be in stores and you know doing the job that way but you know it is what it is yes yeah right. cool yeah. uh so you, you mentioned that you were down in the dominican yes recently. what was that trip about what was it like so we had our national sales meeting down there mm -hmm. um first time we'd actually all gotten together in year literal years because, mm, of, of, because COVID. of covid yeah and um it was also to show us our new uh factory mm -hmm. uh we have a new tobacco de garcia um, that is now a, you know, premium only facility, only hand rolled product. Um, and they basically it is right across the parking lot from the old TDG. So it's <laughs> in the same location. It's yeah. just, you go through a different entryway mm -hmm. to get in. And, um, you know, it was incredibly, you know, modern, everything like it was, it is one of the first factories I've been to that actually has multiple buildings on the campus. Mm. So you know, it's a little different. It was a different experience than what I'm, I'm used to seeing. Right. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if, you know, we had a chance to talk about it, but it's like my, my ignorance of the way things are run with how digital everything is there with, mm -hmm. for a product that is totally handmade from the boxes to the cigars, Yeah. like how much control they have over everything. It's, it's crazy, you know? Um, touring even the the cedar room that we have you know at any given time there's seven million cigars and the level of control they have over what's in there like it's easy to just like pull up they know exactly what's where you know i'm used to going and seeing places with like a whiteboard or a chalkboard with lists <laughs> of everything you, you know um and this was just all you know they could scan a a tray and they tell you exactly what was in there how many were in there if any were taken out if any were put back like i mean it was just like the level control that's crazy, crazy. it yeah. was it was just like i was overwhelmed by it you know and uh it was and it's neat to see too because you, you know you see stickers over stickers on the reusing the trays and everything where it's yeah. like oh wow i remember that cigar from however long ago you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it's like well it's not a thing anymore but it was just everything is is you know how streamlined everything is and how they're not getting rid of everything anything and reusing everything and, and having everything they they need in one spot it was just it was really overwhelming mm. you know it was really cool mm. but the, uh yeah help pump up your excitement about the the company as a whole the brands that they make and i mean it definitely made me feel better about like knowing that it's not the tobacco and stuff is like shipping is delayed on anything or there's a back order on something it's, yeah I can tell you positively it's the stuff we don't make that holds it up. <laughs> it's the tubes, the cellophane, mm -hmm. the labels, like, mm -hmm. because the tobacco is, is there. I, I could, mm. I can tell you from eyewitnessing it is, you know, and the, you know, just the huge floor of rollers. And it's, I mean, it's crazy to watch, you know, and, and uh, I, it's not something that's like available to everybody, but if anybody could ever get down to tour a place like that, highly recommend it, you know? Because every time I go to a factory, I'm reminded that it's crazy that these things aren't more expensive than they are. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's like all of that thing, work yeah. and you're going to charge me what for it? Oh, <laughs> cool. Good deal. 
you know like it's it's really uh gives a different appreciation i think you know sure um we're gonna be doing a pipe too tonight so i don't want to uh wax too long with with this whole segment cool so what's what's our final thoughts on the uh monty by monte cristo aj fernandez robusto well this five-year-old cigar is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. so creamy still got a good kick to it mm-hmm. um i love i love the retro hail mm-hmm. the spice and the black pepper and the retro hail is definitely my favorite part of it i did get um some of the coconut too you got I, that yep, yep. i did i i ended up getting that and it was it was definitely good i would do it again i, I think this yeah. is a go-to pairing like one that you can just kind of be like you know what i'm gonna smoke that monte cristo again have a yeah a rum fashion yeah no and i think that pairing really is perfect because mm. like i never would have if you told me oh we have this chocolate rum i'd have been okay mm-hmm. good for you like I, <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean like enjoy that enjoy that yeah. over there you know i i never would have thought to drink it but like especially with a cigar like this that has that kind of back end black pepper flavor it it blends perfectly like it really mellows that out perfectly yeah when i heard about the pairing i raised my eyebrow i was like okay what i kind of noticed too is like um like just in my personal opinion like that difference between flavored and infused i I think that, like, a lot of people, they hear yeah. if you put, like, a flavor next to something, like you say chocolate bourbon or raspberry bourbon, everyone's like, oh, I don't know about that, myself included. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that would be the difference between taking, like, an artificial raspberry flavor or chocolate flavor, like, a separate entity or syrup and adding it into said bourbon, like an ingredient. And so I think the infusion process allows you to really take point. something that's a pure spirit and introduce new flavors rather than introducing something that's artificial or fake. So yeah, it doesn't um, I, like sit over top of it. Yeah, it exactly. It. Right. Like infusion, I think is is the the future of craft cocktails in a sense. You know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. you can infuse I can anything. See that. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people are infusing all sorts of stuff. You go to like speakeasies; they have like all sorts of different herbs infused into all sorts of different spirits, and it's your way of kind mm. of taking uh, already complex spirit and turning yes. it into something unique. Fusion is the cause. future. Yeah. Do you see that as something you'd like to see happen more at Twins, or do you think we're kind of a different animal and that's not our thing? Or... I think, honestly, in moderation, there are certain things where we would sell a lot of it. For example, we've talked about doing a jalapeno-infused tequila because we make mm-hmm. a lot of spicy margaritas. Um, mm. Even like taking like a rum or bourbon and doing the chocolate infusion because that um, flavor profile does go well with a lot of cigars. So right. I'd say like jalapeno, chocolate, a lot of the basics might be more popular. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you get into the more... Um, unique territory it mm-hmm. might kind of sit on the shelf for a while yeah. people will be like what is that i don't I know i can see a jalapeno <laughs> vodka or tequila mm. doing really well here mm-hmm. yeah some of the stuff we do what about you pat what do you think final thoughts back to you i'd say like predicting what this is probably like out of the box do you guys still make this right we have limited quantities left but yeah we do still have inventory on it yes yeah, i'd say it reminds me of the 1935 if it were younger get like more of those spice notes in i don't know if you agree with that but i mean the 1935 is to me a much better cigar but i think this kind of reminds me a little bit of it when it comes like the body the spice like the nicaraguan tobacco that's in it so if you i think that's a fair comparison like like especially towards when the cigar first came out would have been like a definite uh comparison 
Like there would yeah. be, they, they would kind of stand next to each other. You know? Almost like a natural versus Maduro. Essentially, kinda, kinda yes. Like that. Yeah, without having that difference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, something else about this cigar being four and a half inches. Mm. It's a great wintertime cigar. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not that long, and you can. It's a really good cigar. You can sip it, make it last for a while. Um, you could probably do. I mean, we've been talking a lot as we've been smoking, but you could probably do this in thirty minutes and not be like rushing and through. not really hurt yourself. Right, and yeah. not really hurt yourself. So you know, it's a great, great shorter smoke. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, I've I've really enjoyed this. I thought the pairing went well. Big fan mm. of the size. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she did say it, so I mean. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, well, let's pass these around. So I'm going to recommend taking your cherry stem thing and keeping it so you can mix your drink around in the next one. Oh, yeah, don't pop your cherry. That. Okay. It needs a little stir. Pass these. Pass I almost ate mine. <laughs> you can't eat the cherry, but keep the stick at least. I'm just going to keep the stick. Yeah. yeah, these are probably going to need a little stir. A little stir. A little stir. A lot going on here. Yeah, like. Oh, that's yours then, right? Uh, yes. Uh, one's for Sean. And one's for Sean. Oh, he's, yep. Oh, he's at the bar. Good job, Sean. He's at the bar. He's working hard. Working. working hard, baby. All right. Now, for our pipe tobacco tonight, we are doing something that is new to twins. It's not a new blend. But it is Gawith Hogarth's. Um, oh, had a pipe. Louisiana Flake. And, uh, there it is there. Bruce Gawith is back in the pipe right now. And um, this is the. Uh, well, let me let me read what it says. The first is what it says from the uh, uh, the box. Uh, Gawith Hogarth & Co.'s Louisiana Flake is a medium-strength, dark-flake tobacco composed of naturally sweet Virginias, nutty Burleys, smoky, dark-fire Kentucky, and a whisper of Perique, elevated by a light cocoa casing complementing the tobacco's natural flavors. Um, and then also uh, from Tobacco Reviews, it says that uh, Gawith Hogarth's only Virginia Perique flake and has added a twist of a chocolatey topping. The Perique is used sparingly to give a light figgy taste, but none of the punchy twang found at higher levels. The light chocolate topping brings out a nutty sweetness from the Virginias and combines for mellow and flavorsome smoke, medium bodied, and a great introduction to, to Perique tobaccos. Uh, so this is Gawith Hogarth, that small company in uh, England. England. And Kendall, and um, Virginia, Burley, Dark Fired, Kentucky, Perique, and uh, the flakes are <clears throat> these really long, uh, the, the, what, six, seven inches long, um, again, made on their machines, which date back to the 1790s. Um, it's some really old-style stuff. We've talked about that a lot when we've had uh, tobacco from this company on. Uh, you don't get much more old school than uh, uh, Gawith Hogarth. Um, 
So let's light this up here. My pipe's already been packed and pre-lit, so I just need to get it going. Need to stay going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this came into the store uh, a little over a week ago, and uh, when I first lit it up, I just thought I, I started to fall in love with it. It's a great Virginia Perique. It's got a lot Thank going you. on because of the other tobaccos in there. <laughs> um, that chocolate topping. It's not like you smoke it and say, oh, they topped it with chocolate. No, but, you can barely even taste it. But know. it really just kind of brings out the sweetness of the Virginias and the Burleys. So that nuttiness of the Bur Burleys and those dark stone fruit kind of flavors you get from the Virginias really just kind of pop more. With that, you need a damper too. See, I can read you. Mm -hmm. You speak Breanese. I speak Breanese. <laughs> Dave, what are you getting from the pipe so far? Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, spice and um, definitely a, a, some undertones of that fig. Um, they're both, I think, the, the Perique and the, and the, the Virginia's. They seem pretty well balanced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not getting much of a retro hail out of it yet, but I'm still trying to get the bowl going here. Mm -hmm. Haven't had the drink yet, though. Okay, neither have I. Mm. Adam, I'm interested in what you think, being that uh, we kind of sprung this on you. <laughs> I definitely get uh, like some of that dried fruit mm -hmm. flavor. I wouldn't have guessed fig, mm -hmm. but definitely like a dried fruit forward. Mm -hmm. Also, being that the last time I smoked my pipe was on here like a year ago, <laughs> wow. um, I am definitely getting the bowl going still, and I'm sure it's going to be burning hotter than it should. So that's going to affect those flavors for sure. Mm. Um, Thank you. Uh, but that like that dried fruit little bit of the what i would equate to like the perique mm -hmm. you know flavor like tip of my tongue kind of yeah kind of not spicy is the wrong word but tingle kind of mm -hmm. going on the front of my tongue tingle. Thank tingle, you. Huh? you can, go, Adam, ahead and, you can go ahead and cut what was that, he talking about again that. a little tingle mm. but yeah i'll be the guy who's constantly lighting my pipe and you know it was well packed though thank you sir because uh they not done by me. know how to pack pipe. Mm. <laughs> Especially if it's somebody That's else. That's what she pack. said. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pat, what are your thoughts so far? I bet he loves it. I thought, <laughs> oh, seriously, I, I really thought Pat would enjoy this particular blend. So I want to know what he thinks. Wow. That's good. There's um. <laughs> <laughs> has a good spice in the retro um i'm getting mm -hmm. more of like a a peach sweetness out of it than a plum or stone fruit mm -hmm. um those hay figs and then um hairy fig hairy figs <laughs> what the hell does that even mean i didn't say hair did i i know Hairy figs. I'm picking up hairy fig. <laughs> what is a hairy fig? If I see a fig with hair on it, I'm not eating it. It's not a naked fig. Uh -huh. 
All right, Pat. Okay, I take it back. It's a shaved pig. What? It's got to be quiet. <laughs> Have you already used your 5,000 words today, Pat? <laughs> what, my what? <laughs> Men generally speak about 5,000 words a day, and, and when they're done, they're, they're really done, you know? And I'm wondering if you've already used your 5,000 words. I don't know what to say after Harry Fig. <laughs> well, you could say I disagree with that. I don't even know how to explain I, I, how I, I disagree I know, with honestly, that. I, I meant to say Hey Fig, but it just came out of Harry Fig. So. Where's That's your head, Where's your mind? <laughs> Not, uh, <laughs> on Harry Fig, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Nobody's used my nickname in so long. You know, I, I don't think I would have used the word peach to describe the kind of fruity sweetness that's there until Pat said it. The more I think about it, the more I, yeah, I, like can, really, I can really I agree it. to that. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's definitely there, but there's this... This uh, nuttiness, this spiciness going on. Fuzzy peach. Um, quit thinking about hair. <laughs> quit thinking about hair and fruit. Okay. This is this is yeah. This is just too weird. It's almost becoming X-rated or something. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where your mind's going, but all right. Well, it ain't anywhere near where your mind is. That's, Probably not. That's, that's, that's what's really important here. That's, that's the important part. Mm -hmm. So it is Valentine's Day. Um, I thought I would share some uh, facts and stats about Valentine's Day and kind of get us in the mood to talk about this august holiday that we are in. Um, let's talk about origins. Valentine's Day... Bloody. really ultimately goes back to a uh, um, Roman priest whose name was Valentine. And in the Catholic Church, he's been sainted, St. Valentine, Valentine's Day. Um, and in the <clears throat> uh, he was actually martyred on February 14th in, uh, in uh, uh, 269 A.D. And the story goes that the emperor, Claudius II, uh, made this rule that soldiers in his army could not be married because he thought it would make them fight better if they weren't worried about leaving their wife or whatever at home. But it was a very unpopular rule. And Valentine secretly married these guys and was in the end caught imprisoned and ultimately died because of that and so there's the whole valentine's day thing back there but valentine's day you know started to be celebrated as a holiday with with uh valentine's day cards and stuff like that in the 18th century in europe and the latest figures show that people in the U.S. today spent about $22 billion on Valentine's Day, 
with an average spending of a hundred and sixty-five dollars a person. With men, and here's something very interesting: men, on average, spent two hundred spend two hundred and thirty dollars on Valentine's Day, whereas women spend about a hundred. <laughs> Making it look real bad right now. Why? <laughs> Now I, I'm interested. We got we got two of the women here on on the podcast. Why why do you spend less money on Valentine's Day <laughs> for others <laughs> than others spend on you? I mean, is that is that how it goes? I mean, so that's are, like le- less than half. Are women those American spend less statistics or is American, that national? American or, I mean, statistics. <clears throat> it makes sense in American culture. I think I think um, just culturally speaking um americans have certain preconceived stereotypes and um like conceptions men, that men have to pay yes it goes back to the original concept of men being the breadwinner affections. being the the ones that need mm-hmm. to even going back to nature like win over the female <laughs> so i'm gonna guess oh, that I it comes from clubs. society uh-huh. and the preconceived notion that um that's the role of men I think that's why that statistic is in place. Would you agree with that? Um, I would. I would agree with that. Um, there is some Valentine's Day when I, if you know, had been in a relationship where I did get some really nice, you know, gifts, and and in turn, I I think what I gave was more thoughtful. You know, not that I Dunkin' Donuts card, something. It's all about the thought, isn't it? Um, yeah. Or the the lack of, and you forget. Um, my, the lack of thought, yeah, actually. Um last little figure here and it's probably no surprise but valentine's day accounts for about a third 30 percent of all the floral business in america for the year that tracks i can see that yeah yeah Yeah. now here's here's where i start getting my you know let's let's talk about this is valentine's day still a big thing I mean, is it, how important is it for you guys? I, to me, it's, I, I think as, as the decades have gone on, people seem to be less and less enamored with this. Now, the last survey that was done for, do you participate in Valentine's Day, was done in 2021. Um, and it was a survey of over 8,000 people, and it showed that 52% of adults uh, plan to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, that said, that number of people who openly celebrate the day has been largely falling since 2009, when 63% of people plan to celebrate Valentine's Day. Hmm. So where do you find yourself? Are you finding yourself in the roughly the half that does or the half that doesn't do you care do you like the day or not I, I feel like it's it's a great excuse to wear pink <laughs> and that's about i do strongly believe just going back to my my con, not even conspiracy self but i do believe that it's another um commercially driven holiday that mm. is put in place um kind of taking one historical event in order to drive sales in certain industries and Mm -hmm. um, create an income flow for certain businesses. Um, So I think that in recent years, a lot of people have, have, yes, (laughs) have more so taken the stance that, oh, you're supposed to celebrate your loved ones every day, not just on one day of the year. 
And so that's like probably one reason that uh, participation has fallen. But mm -hmm. I am definitely strongly of the opinion that it's completely commercial and that you should celebrate your loved ones year-round instead of just on one day. What about you, Pat? How much money do you put aside for Valentine's Day? Oh, I haven't partaken in Valentine's Day. You haven't partaken? Oh. Why is that, Pat? Why don't you participate in Valentine's Day? Because I'm a loser. <laughs> I haven't filmed anyone for Valentine's Day, I don't think. You just date and then dump them before Valentine's Day comes? Is uh, that what you're saying? I don't date. You don't date. Mm. Are you a Valentine's Day present, Pat? Huh? Are you a Valentine's Day present? I mean, it, it, I mean, if I had anything going on, I, well, you know. Let us know. <laughs> I spent nine whole dollars on it. <laughs> I'd probably, you know, do something, you know, but it's. I can get really nasty with this one. Well, it, it's, you know, you do it all year, you know. Like, <laughs> relationships I've been in, it's, you know, you don't look for an excuse to do something on one day of the year, you know. It's more of, you know, a lot of the, um, stuff that i see done on valentine's is more of like um it's very <clears throat> materialized you know like it's buying like this big bouquet of flowers or chocolate or whatever it is it's not really going out and doing something you know like wh whoever says yeah we went on valentine's day we went on a hike or something you know like it's always like oh i bought like this teddy bear you know whatever it is so it's it's very materialized um very materialistic yeah and i i don't know it's i it's one of the, if, if if i was with somebody that really cared a lot about it i would definitely put the effort forth to make it a good day but i think like in my opinion a healthy relationship you're doing that all year it's not like oh i have to plan you know set a reminder on your calendar oh this day of the year make sure you do something you know what about you adam yes <laughs> what pat said what Pat said? That's what Pat said. I just want to point out that so I did spend don't, money on Valentine's you don't, you Day. Don't, you don't date? That's what Pat said. <laughs> You're just a gigolo? Yes, that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, uh, I don't know. Definitely not like a big deal thing for me one way or the other. But kind of Has like it what, ever been? Or did it lose its luster for you? I mean... Sure, I have participated in spending way too much money on Valentine's Day for yeah. a long time. Yeah. But like, kind of, I agree with what Pat said, where it's like it's we don't need to do it for one day just because. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So it's. Uh, I think that's my big beef with it is that you know if, if you're not doing it all the time, Valentine's Day almost seems like you're just. Okay, here it is. I've done my due diligence, and, and that's it. Yeah, I gotta uh, check and the box. Relationships are not yeah. about, you know, uh, the best way I've heard it put is "dutiful roses" is a contradiction in terms. If it is a duty to give somebody roses, the whole point is gone. That you know, if if it's not a gift, you know, a gift and a duty are two spontaneity. That's kind of like so, just like an in retrospective point so like growing up you know like my parents on valentine's day they would always you know come home with like some little like gift for my sister and i and i think like a lot of people do associate valentine's day like as a romantic holiday mm -hmm. when 
Um, and I would even go out on a limb to say that, like, when you're kind of raised with the concept that it's just about, you know, like doing something nice for your loved ones, then it kind of takes away that need to like hold on to the concept that, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like alone on Valentine's Day. Or, oh my gosh, my significant other needs to do this great thing because you're just like, oh, you know, it's a gestureful day. If you want to do something nice that day, sure, go ahead. Right. Take it as like a personal note to do something nice for someone you care about. And yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I did make sure that when my daughter woke up, she had, mm -hmm. you know, you know, a couple of things of chocolate yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Think, She's 11. Adults, yeah. So I, I definitely made sure that happens. And that's always something I do. But I mean, it's not yeah. just one day I do that. I do that, you know, yeah. stuff for her a lot. But what's your favorite Valentine's gift? Food. Food. <laughs> 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 Had tacos today. It was Taco Tuesday. Reese's peanut butter cup hearts. Mm -hmm. Yep. Reese's peanut butter cup hearts. Yep. That's the same for every holiday. Yeah, Reese's it's, it's every peanut day. butter cup shamrocks. <laughs> Reese's peanut oh, butter well, cup like like Christmas trees. Trees. Christmas trees. <laughs> as long as it's Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Fill in the blank. Chocolate peanut butter. I did see in my travels today a lot of women in cigar shops picking up cigars mm -hmm. i will say that mm -hmm. that happened this morning too yep. like definitely throughout the day different locations it was uh you know got hopping a little bit you, mm -hmm. you know like different different stuff and it was fun to watch all of the you know tobacconists at the different stores trying to figure out who their husband was to get the right thing for them <laughs> like because you know, they certainly weren't sure so mm -hmm. it was it was kind of was fun to watch the whole day develop that was very graphic for you. <laughs> wow. It was very graphic. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't reach for it. <laughs> I thought you had it for some reason. <laughs> it got lost down there. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, so what are we th now? We haven't really talked about the pairing here at all. Mm. Now that we've I had a little, little uh, chance to, to talk and drink, what do you what do you guys think? I think this is fantastic. I don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, Bree, maybe you should tell us what it is we're drinking. <laughs> it's an idea. You don't have to. So mm. we um we stuck with the rum theme. So our first one obviously was our infused loon chocolate rum um this is actually just the straight florida Cania seven years so it's the base of the infusion um with a little bit of disarono some cold brew and a splash oh, yeah. of rum chata mm, okay mm -hmm. it's good so i was kind of going with uh, keeping the spiced rum underneath mm. it um, giving it a little bit of creaminess with the rum chata, which is commonly paired with rum. It is a um, rum cream liqueur, mm -hmm. and then the cold brew to kind of take the sweet off, the sweet edge off of it, but still kind of keep like the sweetness of the rum and the rum chata. Uh, so, it's yeah. definitely really light. Right? Like it's... Mm -hmm. I think the flavors really go well mm. with the tobacco too. Yes, surprisingly, like um, initially, I got a lot of spice from the pairing, and mm -hmm. now that sweetness is really coming out. It's... Mm. Have you gotten anything else from it, Pat? The pairing, to me, doesn't like add or take anything away, but it gives it a creamier texture. Mm -hmm. Um, and other than like pencil shavings as the aroma from having a corn cob pipe. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Pat. 
He's very ungrateful for that Valentine's Day <laughs> gift. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. He, I was thinking, I was thinking um, of him. For his only like one, a... as he says. So. Right. That's what I mean. The um, second third of the bowl gets a little bit richer. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sticking to the um, the peach that I say. You know, like when you get like towards the center of a peach, it gets darker around where the pit is, and it gets a little mm-hmm. bit more like rich and I'm not gonna say bitter, but it's still sweet, but it has like that darker kind of note to it. Mm-hmm. So that that's what's happening here, and then the aroma definitely reinforces that to me again, like peach and has a kind of a vanilla aromatic kind of scent to it as well. Um, I love the room note of this stuff. Yeah, and then on the first light of it, I think the perique that's in the blend definitely was there. And on the mm-hmm. retro, it had a little bit of like that spice sensation to it, but. As you go down in the bowl and it heats up a little bit, you have like that spice texture on your palate, but it's mm. not giving you that stimulation. So, it's really complex pipe tobacco. I like it. Yeah, that's like cool. The I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad the to hear spice. that, Pat. I, I was really thinking that you would like this today. Mm. Yeah, the, the sweetness across the spice on my tongue mm-hmm. is nice. Like what you're saying, like exactly. I'm also just smoking incredibly hot because I'm not doing a good job. But <laughs> it's like, but that, because I. Like get that bite on the front of my tongue on the sweetness mm. of it. You getting the pencil shavings? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that really nice cardboard filter that comes inside. There. <laughs> We're smoking the high end stuff today. Yeah. Happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy You're you got to participate. You're smoking rare high end crap. I'm just happy. Ten dollar Just guard. happy you got to participate. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy too. I'm a giver. What do you want from me? Mm-hmm. It's uh, my nature. You're love, such a good person. I love all to this. My, it's yeah. my love language, Pat. Gift giving. And that's being fine. able yeah. being able to go both ways on Valentine's Day. That's so mm. nice. Sharing 2023, love pipe. is love. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> they spent more money on me and your wife today. Ooh. Oh, I, uh, shots fired. Well, I don't have one of those. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh so I guess he didn't, Pat. Pat, Pat. <laughs> False, Pat. You're wrong. False. We'll talk about that off here. Oh, that shoot <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't spit. Don't spit. Don't spit. That's what she said. Almost uh, mm-hmm. rum out the nose. That wouldn't have been very fun. It would have been fun for us. But you retrohale your pipe, but have you retrohaled your drink? I really try not. <laughs> it's not as something I make a practice. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, what's our final thoughts here on the Galwith uh, Hogarth uh, Louisiana Flake? It's transcendent. Transcendent. Dave, you have spoken mm-hmm. through Paul. What, spoken. What's your final, spoken. What's your yeah. final thoughts, Dave? You like this stuff? I um I do. This is. I'm a big Virginia guy, mm-hmm. and the balance of Virginia and Perique in this is just perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I could I could smoke this all day. Mm-hmm. This is definitely one of my favorite Gawith and Hogarth. Yeah. And, you know, once, like any Gawith Hogarth stuff, this is a little bit more of a challenge to get that. Um, but of all the Gawith Hogarth blends, this has been the easiest, easiest to, to get, get lit. lit. Yeah. Um, I like that you threw me a bone for a minute and then just crushed it right down on top of me. Well, no, I mean, it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's what we're here for, Adam. Hey, <laughs> gotta keep you humble. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. Pat just already stuck the knife in between yeah. my ribs. He is, he is wearing the red shirt. So. Oh, totally by accident. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even I'm pretend sure, I did I'm it on sure purpose. That's what everyone said on Star Trek, too. <laughs> yeah. I totally planned on wearing the blue shirt. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> uh, Bree, what about yourself? I think this is like, this pipe tobacco is very indicative of my go-to like pipe tobacco smoke. It has uh, a little bit of that like Perique smokiness that I like so much, mm -hmm. but it's also uh, very straightforward. It has that like slight figgy tartness like mm -hmm. at the beginning of the bowl and then just like mellows out into an easy smoke. Mm. So Stacy. Yes, I've had to relight mine a couple times. We've but... all had to relight yes, ours a couple but, um, times. It is definitely a, a, a go-to. It had everything as a non-aromatic pipe tobacco that I look for. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah, thank mm. you. Now, Adam, crack of our pipe. Here's the question. Would you, would you smoke this again? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think I would probably want to... Bring your pipe? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it would help. Uh, it would also help to plan being here. Mm, ahead of yes. time we appreciate your patronage but um you know uh but definitely i think out of like out of a like one of my pipes from my collection that maybe mm -hmm. doesn't actually burn so hot all on its own mm -hmm. would probably help and uh probably you know i once i think i get back into the swing of you know pipe smoking would be something i would it would definitely be in the rotation i think you're right with like the was a little tougher to light than i wanted it to be mm -hmm. and uh you know, I think it would taste even better if I wasn't abusing right. it so poorly. <laughs> it was what it is what it is. I can't pretend it's on video. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us, Adam. Oh, my well, pleasure, as always. That was kind of, a, of course. the luck of the draw. How getting, about it? Getting that today. And mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Bree and Stacy, thanks for being on with us. It's Thank always great to have you guys here. You did great with the pairings again. Thank you. Very good Thank job. you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, we're all glad you're here. And uh, so, big, you know, thumbs up for this pipe tobacco here. You may have to light it more than you would other stuff, but it's worth it. It's worth the effort. Yeah. Um, that's basically our show for tonight. We'll mm. see you next Tuesday, 8 o'clock, right here, wherever you're watching or listening. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Not Just Blowing Smoke.